Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's time. We're going to kick some more ADHD today. In fact, my wonderful co-host, Dana, and I are going to talk about the next step. Isn't that right, Dana? Yes, David, it is. We are going to kick some ADHD by talking about what to do about procrastination. That's right. So if you missed the last episode, some of this, mm, well, you're going to need to go back and listen to it. So I would recommend that you do that, but do it right now. Don't wait. Well, maybe <laughs> if you're going to wait, if you're going to put it off, then just listen to this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but don't just say I'll do it later and don't do it later. Exactly. Exactly. So because last time, Dana, we talked about sort of classifying the types of procrastination, like fitting them into nice little, you know, different because they are different. And I, I want you to know, I found that very useful um, to, to sort of think about them differently. In fact, I had a, a, a fun chance to try it out on my daughter, which was really great. Cool. And it helped her do what she was supposed to do. She was stuck. She was trying to trying to write a paper. It was an assignment. And so, you know, after several sessions of writing and not writing, really, <laughs> you know, and then I sat with her. We tried a bunch of different stuff. And so I asked her a little bit about, you know, so tell me about your emotions right now. She did, which was interesting. And then I said, so let me ask you this. Is this a I don't want to write this? And she said, yeah. And I said, or is this a I shouldn't have to write this. And she just lit, lit up. You should have seen her face. Like, yeah, I shouldn't. And she had good reasons, actually, why she thought this assignment was just not something she should have to do. Not just a bogus teenager reason, <laughs> but, a, but you know, okay, I understand where you're coming from with that. But um, anyway, what I was lacking was the how to approach that particular type of procrastination. <laughs> so... And, I didn't have this episode yet. So now, so Dana, tell me how do we, no, I, I know we'll start elsewhere, but um, anyway, it was very helpful. So I'm excited about learning how to sort of, you know, connect these. Well, David, let's just jump right in and start and talk about the, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't oh, okay. have to. Well, you want to start there? Yeah. Oh, because, because, okay. you know, you're, especially, well, I would think maybe adults. Well, no, we get into the, I shouldn't have to, I'm thinking about work situations. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to. Oh. Yeah, I we, shouldn't have to make collections calls. Right, that's some true. people should pay their bill, and I shouldn't have to make okay. the call. Right, that's true. I shouldn't have to file a tax return because. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Okay, so <laughs> if you're so, what you need to do when you hear yourself saying that I shouldn't is really step back and and take a look at it. Yeah, you know, what's really going on here? Do yeah, is it true that I shouldn't have to do this? And if I don't do it, what happens? Right. So that's one of those things. I don't, I may have said this before, so stop me if I have, but the, the sort of art of letting bad things happen, maybe there are things that you really shouldn't have to do. And I mean, you can't just let any bad thing happen, but sometimes it's not as bad as what you think. So I, I agree, you know, sort of evaluate what is the, what is the outcome if I don't do the thing? Yeah. So it's okay. What really happens if I don't do it, I shouldn't have to, but what happens if I don't do it? And then using one of my favorite little procrastination tricks is ask yourself, all right, I shouldn't have to do it, but here I am. I have to do it. What's my next step? 
Okay. What's my next step? That is one of your favorite questions in the world. You know it, buddy. It I is. <laughs> it is. Because that just moves you into action. It does. And, and if the next step seems too large, then you break it down into a smaller step. It's yeah, it, it's it's very useful. I mean, I, I, I'm not quite trained 100% to ask myself the question as much as I should. But I love it when I talk to you and you're like, what's your next step? And I'm like, well, of course I know what the next step is, you know? But it's obvious what the next, oh. And, <laughs> and, the next I, step? and I'm going to step into coach mode, David. You just should it on yourself. You should yeah. ask yourself that. You know, shooting on yourself doesn't help you do anything. And we are not going to do anything 100% of the time anyway. We're ADHD. We're not 100% of the time people. We want to do it more often. But to think you're going to stop and be some wise sage guru does everything right all the time is not realistic. I'm not there. I can't do it. If I can't do it, I don't expect you to do it. I love it. I consider my wrist to have been slapped. Thank you. No. I will not shoot on myself. Anymore. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding okay. <laughs> because yeah. you don't slap wrist, but no, it's right. We, 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 I was going to say we shouldn't shoot on ourselves, but that, you know, that gets into a sort of meta loop cycle that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. Don't go there. Anyway, so I don't even know what we were talking about when I got oh, off on uh, that. So Sorry. It's the, oh, it's the, the next no, step. Yeah. What's my next step? What's my next step? So that's a great way to handle the, I shouldn't have to do this thing. Yeah. Right. It's it a, is. It's a good, yeah. yeah. You have others for the, I shouldn't have to? That's my favorite because realistically, you just got to step back and look at what's going on. It, mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's Fair talk enough. about one that's close to that is okay. the, I don't want to, I don't want to do this, the toddler brain. Yes. And that often happens because something is boring. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. I, you know, I, I dread this thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's an, I don't want to, we need to handle that a little bit differently because okay. as much as I would love to be able to tell all of our Dear listeners, that they should, they shouldn't. I'm shooting now. Um, they <laughs> they shouldn't have to do things in life that they don't want to do. That's not realistic. Wouldn't now, it be great if we could just choose all the time? Oh, I'm. This is what I want to do. <laughs> well, and essentially that's what people, adults with ADHD, have done. Is we have kind of somewhere decided that we shouldn't have to do things that we don't want to do, so we don't do them, and then we get snarled in this horrible procrastination mess. And, and that's not quite the recipe for being a successful ADHD adult. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Because at the end of the day, as much as I hate this, when people say it, life is full of things that you don't want to do. Yeah. So how it do happens. we make it easier to do the things you don't want to do? So first, right. as we talked about next week, is that you notice you're procrastinating. And then you stop and say, okay, Oh, look at me. I'm procrastinating. What's going on here? Oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that thing. And if you don't, if we talk about the procrastination conversations and all of that in, in, in podcast number five. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that, please, because that's absolutely important. So, yeah. but, but for now, so there you are, you've noticed, oh, I don't want to do this. What do I need to do? So we have a couple of approaches to it and it depends on where, what works best for you. Um, one thing that works for me now in my frame is it's, it's do it anyway. It's just, come on, Dana, do it anyway. You don't want to do it, do it anyway. But that's more advanced. Maybe some people are there, but some people more often than not, ADHD adults that will be listening are not 
at that point yet. They still have to find workarounds. So it's, it reminds me of the sort of classic do it afraid thing. Like yeah. if you fear something, you just do it afraid. And that's sort of the definition of being courageous, right? Well, I am afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah. this is this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, 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 but it doesn't work for everybody because we're dealing with toddler brains. <laughs> we're dealing with toddler brains. And right. you got a toddler. If anybody's dealt with a toddler before, you realize that pushing them, trying to force them to do something when they're resisting isn't, isn't going to work. Then you're going to be in temper tantrum zone. So it's just not going to work. They're going to resist it. And you're going to have to throw the kids screaming over your shoulder and walk out of the store. Um, Yikes. So what we're really do dealing with here with ADHD is if I don't want to, it's probably boring. Yeah. And that's an issue of brain stimulation, which is at the core of ADHD. Julie is. And if, you know, if I don't find something stimulating, I'll do the thing, even if, you know, the only way I can be stimulated to do it is because it's a crisis. So I'll do the crisis and not the thing that I need. It's, you know, the urgent versus the important. Right. So the important thing gets put off because eh, it's not right. as interesting. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why even if something's boring, we can do it at the deadline when our hair's on fire. Because exactly. it's because that deadline, a real deadline, not a fake one, a real deadline a fake one. increases the stimulation. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what yeah. we're dealing with. So how can you take something boring and increase the stimulation without having to wait for your hair to be on fire, having to be worried that you're, something awful is going to happen, your client's going to fire you, or whatever it is you're procrastinating on. I need this answer, Dana, because I ran out of hair. <laughs> I wasn't going to make a hair joke, David. I realized that as I was saying that, I thought, oh, he's going to make a hair joke. No, but I think it's kind of appropriate. Like this works less and less over time, this like forced crisis thing. You know, eventually it's like, nah, okay, let them fire me. I don't care. Yeah. And it's just, it's a hell of a way to live. It's just it's stressful. And we've done, really I did it for years and it was just stressful. Um, anyway, so. What we're needing to do when it's boring is increase the stimulation. And ADHD is an issue of stimulation. So there's different ways to do it. One of my favorite ways, it's just simple, is using a timer. Setting a okay. timer for 10 minutes and saying, I can do anything for 10 minutes. Get started. Get started. If you are bored, it's amazing how a timer can be stimulating. It's just, it's okay. fascinating to me. Now, other ways of increasing stimulation are maybe going to a different location, a place where there's more stuff going on. So you mm -hmm. have a few distractions. Maybe it's turning on music, putting on your headphones and turning up the, you know, the rock and roll or whatever music you listen to. For me, it's instrumental heavy metal. That tends, okay. that tends to work well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can listen to it with vocals, but only if it's very familiar so that it stays in the background it doesn't but somehow it gives like some sub process in my brain something to do while i focus on the thing i don't want to do <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, yeah. so you got to find the music that's right for you you got to find what mm -hmm. works for you another tool that i like that's commonly available now is called biurnal beats so you're listening to audios and they've got some something recorded in the background that helps messes with your brain wave doesn't mess it encourages your brain waves to focus and do what you don't want to do it synchronizes your brain waves into a nice pattern so the one that i've tried and i know we've talked about different different tools but the one that i've tried that i kind of like actually is focus at will and they're not a sponsor or anything just for the record <laughs> you know but it's a uh, it's a useful tool and there, there's music and they they do the binaural beats and they also do 
like there's a coffee shop thing and there's one actually called ADHD type one. And it's just the most random set of noises. <laughs> it's oh, hilarious. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. So I haven't used focus at will. I've used brain FM, brain dot FM, and they are not a sponsor either. Sure. But, um, so it could be either if you work for focus at will or brain.fm, Hey, reach out. I mean, you know, we're not opposed to, know. you know, let us know. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> no tangent, tangent back, back on focus. Um, okay. yeah. So notice what notice that you're bored and think, all right, what do I need to do to boost the stimulation? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's I even, like this. Maybe it's even standing up, walking around, doing something, moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a standing desk, you know, put that sucker up in the air. Yeah. I mean, you sit too long anyway, right? I, yeah. So this is stim- stimulation at the end of the day is about dopamine, right? So what do you, I mean, we, some of us are taking meds. Mm-hmm. Some of us caffeinate as I hold up my coffee cup that no one can see. I, I do both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's just like more dopamine from wherever, right? Right. It's okay. you know, wherever you can get the dopamine. Just okay. Well, anyway, yeah. within within limits. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. Within limits. So we and I don't. We can talk about that ad nauseum, and I don't want True. to because that's that's a whole different issue. That, that dopamine's is, yeah. at the core of ADHD. But I like that. So if you if you if you find yourself just not wanting to do something because it's boring, you've got the beat the clock thing with the timer, mm-hmm. change the environment, put some music on, do something to help boost the the, the stimulation level. Right. And, and what I don't want our dear listeners to do is sit there and be frustrated that they're procrastinating and just ashamed Mm. and angry and worried. That doesn't get you anywhere. You got to take a choice. What am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and stare at the screen or am I going to take action? And it's so easy to fall into that and you spiral down or your mood drops. Dopamine, I'm sure, disappears from your system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so what we're really after is you are going to procrastinate. I procrastinate. We all procrastinate. Everybody does. And what we're trying to do is shorten the amount of time that you spend in procrastination. Catch it. And then you can shift into what kind of action you need to do to start getting things done. Okay. And that's what I love about what we covered in the last episode, because it was a lot about just be, having the awareness and, and catching it sooner. So you, you, you don't lose the time. Yes. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. So we've talked about boring. We've talked about I shouldn't have tos. Let's get into the confusion and overwhelm, because those Ooh. are huge places that people procrastinate, and I don't hear them talked about as much. Um mm-hmm. You know, often people, uh, people, if you read magazines and articles and things, they'll talk about fear. People procrastinate because they're afraid. Yeah, but often with ADHD, we procrastinate when we just can't wrap our heads around something. It's, it's we're spinning. Our brains are spinning. We can't grab onto it, wrap our head onto it, so, around it. So what do we do? We're confused. We're overwhelmed. What you need to do there is get clarity, David. It's 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 a clarity issue. So noticing that, huh? I'm not doing something. What's going on? Oh, I'm really confused about this. Then what do you do? Or I'm really overwhelmed about this. What do you do? You step back and you get clarity. And and one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to do to help increase clarity. uh, And we're going to have a whole podcast on this next, probably next time, because I love this topic. It's called beginning, middle and end. So you just, oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just yeah. get clear. What are my beginning steps? What are my middle steps? 
and what are my end steps? And we will talk about this a lot more next time because I don't, I don't want to take away from our next podcast, but getting clarity is really important to, to stop procrastinating. I think this is, this is critical because the overwhelm thing is so familiar to me, you know, where it's, and, and I, I don't think I have stopped to think about the fact that really what this is, is I haven't wrapped my head around the thing. And maybe that's because I'm tired or I've used my mental energy on something else. And now there's just not much left in the tank, you know? And so, you know, trying to wrap your head around the whole thing isn't really that helpful anyway. Right. So sometimes it's just, it's just get clear on what is the next thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right? Is that yeah. Exactly. Because what we're trying to do, our ultimate goal is getting to the point where you know what your next small step is. What's my next step or next a um, actionable item? It may, it doesn't have to be the tiniest step, but what's the next thing that's going to, that I know what to do. To move me from, move from, you from yeah. stopped to motion, right. <laughs> you know? Okay. All right. And, and David, the procrastination isn't always because you're tired. Sometimes that's it. But I've, I've seen this one when I have a project and, you know, I'm my own boss and I rule the, I rule the place and, but I will have some great idea and say, I'm going to do something. And then I will sit on it and I'll sit on it and sit on it. And week after week, it moves, moves forward onto my task list and doesn't get done. And Eventually I realize, huh, you know, this just keeps moving forward and it's not getting done. It's not really an issue of time. What is it? Oh, I don't have a clue how to do this. Okay. So you don't have a clue. Then you start going into, all right, what are the questions I need to ask in order to be able to figure out how to do this thing? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's part of just getting clarity, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's just clearly what I need to know <laughs> is yeah. this next, this oh. next piece. And then, and so sometimes I have found if it's a huge thing where I'm really pushing outside my comfort zone, oh, I am really scared to do this. I, and I don't okay. know what to do and I'm scared. Okay. Then what do you need to do to learn how to do this? And, yeah. and that you, so shifting into a question mode instead of sitting there question thinking, mode. oh, I'm so stupid. I don't know what to do. And I'm no blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm ugly and stupid and my mother dresses me funny. That's where we spend a lot of time and that doesn't get us anywhere. It's funny because I, I have intuitively taken this approach when I've seen my daughter stuck with some overwhelming thing and I'll just start asking her questions. Hmm. And I haven't thought about doing that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you know? So interesting. So ask to so shift into question. That's a very useful, I can put a pin in that one. Shift into question mode. Yeah. That's nice. And not to give away the secret of my profession, but if you notice a lot of what I do is ask questions. I mean, that's coaching. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What is it that you need to know? Awesome. Confusion and overwhelm. So eliminate that with clarity. And I love, I love these are so practical. These, you know, these, these tools are helpful. I'm enjoying this. Good. And then we have yeah. one, one more that we're going to cover today. And that okay. is, I talked a little bit about fear, but I don't know that I talked about it enough. It's, sure. it's also what people are procrastinating because they're afraid. I want them to step back and really assess, you know, is the fear real? Is there something I really need to be afraid of? Okay. Or, and is there another way around it? Okay. So this is the, this is the let the bad thing happen thing again right? <laughs> in some way, right? right. You know, so maybe maybe the bad thing isn't that bad or maybe I've 
made some assumptions about yeah. what's right. So I've got some ideas that just came from nowhere. <laughs> right. You know? Right. 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 Is so, it, okay. You know, is, so is real this fear, fear mm-hmm. valid? Is it real? And can I, is there a workaround so I can fool my brain into thinking this isn't so bad? Is there an easier way to get it done? Mm-hmm. I love the workaround idea. Like, are there other ways to accomplish this that won't drag me down the path I want to avoid? Yeah. And the path <laughs> yeah. we really want to avoid is just sitting there staring. Uh, talking about collection calls, um, you know, I shouldn't have to make collection calls. It's I found when I have to make calls like that, just even standing up, it's you sit there and think, you know, okay, I don't want to make this call. I have to make this call. And even just standing up, it makes it easier to. It does. One of the things I love about working from home, especially when no one is here at the house, is I can I can put my my earbuds into my phone and then I'll actually walk all over the house. I'm like, what was the little kid on Family, the family cartoon from the old you know print oh, yeah, yeah, newspaper? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The fa- and he would just walk all over. They would show the little dots wherever he'd been. Family? I, I always thought Billy and Family, family circus. circus. Yes, Family Circus. That's what it was. It, yeah, exactly. You remember all the dots? That's me. If I'm doing a call, sometimes I'll do that. Just and it's it's amazing how much energy it creates. You know? Yeah. So that's useful. Okay. I like that too. Motion, yeah. movement. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that that's what I got for you. I love it. So, I mean, fear is one of those things that – let me, let me do this. I think we sometimes have a Venn diagram of reasons why we're stuck on this thing, you know, and, and it's some of all of the above in, at some level. So where they intersect, I think – but I, I think I would have generally said – if you had asked me prior to us talking about this awareness, I'm putting things off. A lot of times fear or anxiety or some version of that is is what I would have said was the reason. And in reality, <laughs> not not as much. No. So very useful to to sort of process through these things. One thing that I think we should mention, you know, if you find yourself procrastinating all the time. Yes. Right? At work, with your job, with your business or whatever. Yes. Dana, if you what are, do we need to do? <laughs> yeah. If your life is, if you are just one big procrastination, that means you're probably in the wrong spot. You're, if, if you're, I, I had a job like this, David, where I was this consultant and it sounded like this sweet deal. And basically it was doing data spreadsheets all day long. And I wouldn't, Ooh. I know I wouldn't do them. Ooh. And luckily right. I was able to talk myself out of it. I mean, they, for some reason thought I was wonderful, but um, I knew I wasn't doing the work and, and I, it was just every day was grueling Ugh. and it was the wrong job for me. Sure. It, it, so if you're procrastinating all the time because it's boring and you absolutely detest what you're supposed to be doing, you need to step back and do the scary thing and say, this isn't right for me. I got to shift course. You cannot force an ADHD brain to do long-term what it doesn't want to do. What it's done. Boy, that is. Ugh. Yeah, what it Sorry. what it can't do. No, that's okay. You you can step on my toe anytime you want to. Um, yeah, you just can't. We cannot force ourselves long term to consistently, constantly, all day long, every day to do what we don't want to do. No, it's it's not a sustainable way to to live and work. And I've had to do this in my business where I've painted myself into a corner where the things I'm doing every day are just things that make me want to claw my eyes out. Eventually, at first they're exciting. 
but you know, novelty wears off and now it's no, I'm not that again. I, I can't. And then, but it's scary. It, it can be scary. You know, sometimes it takes some courage to just be willing to say, no, I've got to make this change. Well, it's got to happen. And often it takes courage. But the other thing that we've got going for us with ADHD is we're impulsive. We can take risks. We can do stuff without even batting an eye that other Truly. people can't do. So you got to take advantage of that. Step aside and figure out what's going on and do what you need to do to be able to work in a mode where you're more interested in what you're doing every day. Love it. Love it. Well, this is hugely helpful. So between our last episode and this episode, we should be, oh, there I go again <gasps> with the shoulds, right? This has helped me, Dana, <laughs> be clearer about which types of procrastination I'm dealing with. And 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 I'm going to try these out now. I'm going to, I'm going to make a diagram of the Connect the connect the procrastination types with the actions. <laughs> okay, and don't spend more than five minutes making the diagram, David. Don't go into procrastination. Oh, it's going to be no, it's going to be really complex, and it'll look fantastic. <laughs> of course, it will. <laughs> and it will be useful to no one because not even I. Not even to know you. What it means at the end. You won't yeah. use it either. So just five minutes. Just don't okay. even go there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, all I'm going to do is listen to this episode again. How's that? Perfect. <laughs> Okay. I won't draw any diagrams. Well, this is fun. I appreciate it. And I, it's just always great to talk with you about this thing. And hopefully you as a listener are, are getting great value out of this. So what questions did today's topic generate for you? What thoughts do you have? What complaints, snide remarks, you know, uh, <laughs> cries of outrage do you have after listening to today's show? We want you to visit the website, kicksomeadhd.com and sound off there so that we can hear what you're thinking. And uh, you never know, your comment might be something we pull out of the squirrel bag and read on the air. Ooh, the you squirrel bag. And I also would love to know what people want to know about. If you Absolutely. Have, yeah. If you've, got, if you've got questions for us, what do you want to know about ADHD? Let us know. Awesome. All right. Well, Dana, I'm looking forward to the next episode. And uh, thank you again. This Thanks, David. Have a good one. You too. Talk to you then. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.